Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. We're back for a proper episode. No apologies this week because cup football has been brilliant. Leeds have had a change in the dugout and Chelsea even have one coming in the boardroom. And on top of all that, there's a bloody Manchester derby this weekend as well. I am Roy Fallow and I am back reunited after his fantastic job of holding the force last week by Matthew Keelan. <laughs> How are we, Rory? Are you okay? Yeah, all right. I um, have to offer my apologies for not being around last week. It was certainly my fault. Um, there was no day we could have done. To be fair, I think actually as much as Sunderland got in the way as well, much as anything, because midweek game last week, so we couldn't even do it mega early in the week, which obviously isn't ideal because you want, you know, we want as much things, as many things well, to happen as possible. But um, he's a very good job holding down the fort in my absence last week. Oh, thanks, mate. I, uh... I mean, I'd say I enjoyed it, but didn't really. So you say like talking <laughs> himself. Um, oh, when am I? When am I not? But um, <laughs> the, <laughs> that, it's shit. Like I always later in the week's better because like it's just a nice time for us, isn't it? If it's a Friday or the least a Thursday, like yeah, the weekend's on the horizon. That's the vibe <laughs> that we like to bring, isn't it? Yeah, because like I mean, it's fun, isn't it? When yeah. we and you don't have to go to, like lose the work. Yeah, well, unless you work weekends, unless you work back shift. No, but so yeah, well, of course, if you are, I'm about to be starting about now, like about now, yeah, yeah. Sorry to anyone on back shift. Well, maybe the the pod will come out during you know when they're about that midway point, and we'll help them get through back shift. Who knows? Um, One question answer for you um, from the pod last week. I did get a Lumo train on the way back, but that's the second time I've been on a Lumo train. When I went to London just before Christmas on the way back, I got a Lumo train. Um, they're all right as well, to be fair. Not as many carriages as you tend to get on an LNER. I saw one. Right, I've seen one right. uh, when I was in London the other week. Um, and they do look shorter. Do they have a buffet car on? Oh, yes, yes, the buffet card definitely went past. I do remember that. You can't do the order at your seat like you can on LNA. I wasn't expecting, I'm fine with that because that causes a problem. I don't like that. Oh, I've only used it once and it was, it was no issue. What's your problem with the order? I just, I just like, I'd rather just go. It's just unnecessary because, like, there's no need. I'm not in a restaurant there. I want to can your meat. I'll just go and get one. Like, oh, no, you have to. Like, no, because I was on one the other week, and I was like, oh, no, you're going to only use that. You see, so, well, what? why? <laughs> more for you than anything. Yeah, I mean, they never seem very happy, I notice, when they're having to drop them off as well. The staff don't no, seem... If you, I mean, if you work for l and and you're listening, like, do correct us if I'm wrong, but they always no. seem to be a bit fuming at having... I was on the very back carriage as well, actually, when I was That's on the l and So I probably had to walk the length of the train now that I think about it, so maybe you're maybe fair enough that you look a bit pissed but, off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To be in that situation, I would use it, but like when I, when I was forced to use it, I was in the carriage <laughs> with the buffet. So I was like, mm, I could yeah. see them as I'm sc- like scanning the QR code on the back of the seat. Like, what coach is this? Yeah. It's coach. Funny, you know, I could have been and gone. I could have come, like, you know what I mean? 
Fuming now. Yeah, no, well, same. Well, I'm getting an L and R train. Well, I'm getting two L and R trains tomorrow. So I'll see if I end up taking oh. advantage of them. Then I'll let you know. But Lumo trains, absolutely fine. Nice reading light on the seats as well. That's, that's, nice. quite, that's quite fun. Table extends outwards as well, and the seats oh. are comfortable. So there ends my review of Lumo trains. We've got to get through quickly, haven't we, Matthew? Because we have the start of a series of special guests <laughs> that um, you well, literally just before we started recording, you tweeted out um, that you've got. A few band interviews, muse, musician uh, interviews lined up. And today we've got none other than Nick Corbin. Before we get to that, Matthew, um, obviously we're going to have a bit of football chat, but do you want to give us a little a little trailer for your chat with Nick that you had the other day? Yeah, um, I spoke with him last Saturday morning. Um, we just had a bit of a bit of crack. He's got a, you'll hear all about it in a minute, but uh, he's got the two coming up. He's a Norwich City fan, Nick. Um, he was formerly of uh, a band called New Street Adventure, and I've seen them a couple of times over the years. And yeah, just had a bit of crap about football. His tour, his new, his new um, single he's got coming out in a couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, it was, it was really good fun. So he's a, little, a lovely guy as well. Lovely. Well, we look forward to hearing that. But before we get to that, we do have to talk about the brilliant cup football that we've had over the past few days. We've obviously had the FA Cup fifth round in midweek, but before that, we had the Carabao Cup final. And I'm going to say, actually, over the course of this few days of cup football, Matthew, a good advert for nil-nils, because the Carabao Cup final, as I kept saying in the group chat that we're in, just repeatedly kept saying, how is this still nil-nil? And well, I would argue that those kind of nil-nils, controversial topic, those specifically those kind of nil-nils, are better than like a 4-3. Because like that, when obviously didn't get a goal in the Chelsea game, but in the Middlesbrough-Tottenham game, when that goal mm. finally comes, it's just like an explosion of emotion even more so, isn't it? It is good that, I mean, I know what you mean. Because it almost becomes like your disbelief, and, yeah. that, and then you kind of you don't want a goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, don't score now and ruin it. Like, yeah, then yeah. You want, well, you want, we want extra time now, so don't score yes, now. Definitely. Like, definitely. and then, and then, um, and then, so well, we kind of want penalties now. We've been through. Yeah, yeah but then, definitely. The Middlesbrough one was was great, but um, we're actually talking about. You were mentioning me trailer of, uh, um musicians and bands that I've got and I've just done for next week's pod Rory um, an interview with, uh, I know uh, an interview with uh, Garth from Pit Pony uh, he was a Middlesbrough fan and was uh, had, a, had a great time the other night um, oh, hopefully sure. getting to yet another uh, cup final soon for Middlesbrough maybe absolutely but, um, no it's great I, I actually I didn't see it live on Sunday where I was uh, me and Betty were away for the weekend Um but I did catch the highlights of it, and it looks mad. The game, because yeah, like... when you get, when you get that kind of game as well, and it stays at nil nil, it builds the tension up more, which I quite yeah. enjoy. Whereas if goals just keep flying in it, which and this obviously can be fun, everything gets like quite giddy and quite silly. But yeah. I think it can be sometimes you want that tension, especially in a cup final, that tension ramping up a little bit more. I think can be quite fun and. Liverpool probably deserved the win on the balance right. of play yeah. overall, I, I would say. But 
Chelsea did have really good chances in the game. Mason Mount missed a couple. Um, Kelleher made a, a really good save early on. Well, got in the way as much as anything, but you know he still had to be there. But Salah had the one um, where it got cleared off the line. It might have been going wide anyway. Um, Liverpool, of course, had a goal ruled out. Um, VAR decision overturning a goal there as well. So quite a balance. The Chelsea probably- one, like the Chelsea one, is like. <sighs> Oh, so yeah. cool. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not, I mean, I know he's offside, but I mean, come on. Very, very tight, like, absolutely. That's why people get annoyed. Oh, yeah, well, but it's it saved the game. Annoyance with VAR, to be fair. Um, obviously, with, with Everton, who we'll touch on in a second <laughs> as well. Um, but just a really, really fun cup final. And then just... A magnificent penalty shootout <laughs> where <laughs> 21 players score. It comes down the 22nd. Yeah, Kepa dude. is brought on off the bench after Mendy had had quite a good game as and well. Of the match. Yeah, exactly. Played really well. Taken off when he could be the hero as well. Kepa yeah. comes on, doesn't save a single penalty. And then blazes his penalty over the bar. Like that's a write-off and a Just... have a word all in one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we. I imagine you watching that penalty show when it got oh, like six six. You'd be like, no, like, yeah, yeah. Because then the thought of that would creep in your head, wouldn't it? And you'd be like, no, like, we can't. Surely, he's not gonna. He's not gonna miss the penalty. I mean, he's been brought. <laughs> surely, he's got to at least save one, even if like Kelleher saved one as well, and they didn't win because of you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How was he not saved the one that Van? D- like, well, it- this is interesting because the Van Dyke one. I know he stood on that side, but the Van Dyke one is struck really well. It like, is. It goes right in the like, side. But he like moves out the way. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? He does for some reason. He's standing at that side. But he does start to position himself as if to go to the it's, side where if Van Dyke puts it there, you would definitely get nowhere near it, even if it's a shit penalty. Wait, obviously knows that Van Dyke usually puts him in that corner. But like, fair play to uh, Van Dyke for just doing it anyway. Yeah, like, really <laughs> I'm just cool. gonna really well, cool. I'm, just, I'm gonna put it in this corner, but I'm just gonna absolutely twat it past you, mate. Like, I'm, sorry, go ahead. No, no, that, that, that was it. I was, because I was just going to say, I know this is like a lazy argument from penalties, but if that happened in open play and he was still stood there and it goes past him, do you say that as well, that he still should have saved it because it is struck so well? Yeah, I know what you mean. I guess I've kind of taken it in the in the, in the whole thing with him missing the penalty as well. And like, Which is fair enough, by the way. Like, yeah, totally fair. Like, He's not covered himself in glory, Kevin, here, really, has he? Like, no, uh, absolutely not. Somewhere, somewhere, like, uh, was, it, was it Willie Caballero? Who, yes. who he's just having, like, a wry smile at the hotel and so that. God, I forgot about that. Um, I forgot that was Willie Caballero, who was the other... Was it Willie Caballero? I think it was, I mean, he was kicking about at Chelsea at that time. He'd moved on from Manchester City, hadn't he? So Yeah, was it? I'm sure possibly. it was. I want it to be. It's just lovely, lovely to hear his name, isn't it? We lo- it lo- is lo- too. Lots it of is love to Willie Caballero. Um, but the other penalty, I can't remember who it was from, the one he got a really strong hand on, and then still oh, let it in. He did yeah. the hard part for that, and it God, wasn't a very good penalty either. He's, 
He's a terrible goalkeeper. <laughs> He's just, just his, stock was, his stock had gone back up a little bit as well. And he'd been taken out of the fire and line. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he's not that bad. And no, now he's done this. And I know we shouldn't judge a goalkeeper on the way that took a penalty, but fuck it out. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Like, come on. I mean, what? It's it's days like this you remember that he cost £74 million pounds yeah. as well. Like, yeah. yeah. He's just shit. <laughs> very, very bad and rounded up. I mean, fair play to, to Liverpool, obviously, but Chelsea like have been very much in the news. And we're not gonna go into that because you know we're not well informed enough, but just no. was the start of a manic <laughs> Great few <week>. days <laughs> for Chelsea, yeah, with Abramovich <laughs> set to sell the club. That could be done as early as next <laughs> week. Um, but you know, at least the guy came from behind a bit. Imagine if they'd lost that as well. Like Luton were great. Yeah, like, fair play as well. Got two goals and they made Chelsea work for it. It was very much the quality showed in the end of that, that game, wasn't it? It and is. Chelsea done the done the job quite well. And Lovely goal from Werner, yeah. Yeah, them two nice finish. goals was, uh, obviously, I know it's against Luton Town, but a decent championship outfit. Good side. Good yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, given what Chelsea have been like lately, they can't really grumble at that. So they're going to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup and they're going to play in Middlesbrough. Who beat Tottenham in again and in 90 minutes nil nil another good advert for nil nil given the chances missed um, mm. Tottenham just deciding not to mark Middlesbrough players from corners and Middlesbrough being very very charitable by not hitting the target with the headers I think it just, the house and had one of them didn't he and it was at Crooks who had the other yeah he had the other stuff. one it's just like oh. it was weird that game he obviously came like very close as well when he was yeah the one goal disallowed um, but yeah, I mean, fair play to Middlesbrough. They were, I thought they were great. Yeah, like, they were really Corbin, good. The, the young lads like coming off the bench. Yeah, and the goal. classic FA Cup stuff, wasn't it? Lovely, yeah. Um, like from a scenes, really, wasn't it? Like when he, scenes, when he put that in, and then Lumley did his like nearly let a few squirm through his legs, didn't he? It was like yeah, stopped yeah. a couple on the line. Literally the last kick of the game when it like squirmed through and just stopped it on the line. I think that was yeah. just before it went to extra time. So um, one was this the one where it would have been an own goal? Yeah, off, like, the Berra players like Shin. Yeah, he, really good save. It really was good a good save. save. Yeah, he's goalkeeper. To be fair, um, yeah, yeah. But they've got, they've got a decent squad and they've got a good performance, weren't they? Under Warnock and yeah, exactly. Wilder's getting a tune out of them. Like obviously a couple of players, the Sunderland fans we're quite familiar with in Paddy McNair and Duncan Watmore, who've had their injury problems. Yeah. But now that they've been able to obviously touch wood, they've been able to get over them and play regularly. They've proven that yeah. they're good, solid Some championship players. players. And, you know, maybe even potentially bottom half sort of Premier League players. You never know in, in the right sort of squad. There's plenty of teams who go up and, and, and do that with a little bit of quality added around them. So brilliant win for Borough. First time the Riverside's been sold out in about five years. Yeah, well. so Really good atmosphere as well, to be fair to them. I mean, you're you're a bit of a Borough sympathiser, aren't you, Matthew? You're oh, a yeah, champion I'm, for the town of Middlesbrough. I big big yeah. Palmo enthusiast. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't, I don't mind the town of Middlesbrough, to be fair. Yeah. Spent a bit of time working there over the years. I, I just think it gets a bit of a bad rep, personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, like, you can get it. You know, I think we've discussed on the pod before. It's all right for a beer in Middlesbrough, isn't it? Good for a beer. Like, yeah, it's good. Like, it's like, you know, the industrial side I quite like. And 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way. It's really cool when you drive over the A19. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big fan of that. <laughs> Best ever for Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> um, one my favorite cup game to touch on before we go to the interview with Nick Corbin. We just got to touch on Boreham Wood, who bravely lost 2-0 to Everton. Obviously, 0-0 at half-time, held their own for as long as they could. And obviously, the second goal where it was a headed clearance that just bounced off Richarlison yeah. and went in, you know, quite, you know, it's a bit like, oh, you don't want a goal like that. But Everton were, were never really in any bother, were they? No, it was one of them that was, um, what it, like, held their own and that was very much all it was. It was... Yeah. We'll just not concede, not concede. We they couldn't do it. I mean, they were never going to trouble them going forward. No. They had like one chance where he got into the box and just wasted it. Really, yeah. um, one seven scored. I was like, Are you could hear it. It was like, a, oh god, thank fuck for that. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, because <laughs> Everton at the minute as well. Like, <laughs> if Boreham Wood were looking at uh, anyone that could have, like, I know it could be obvious and say, well, Peterborough, who were like struggling in the championship, yeah. but obviously you want the big day out as well. So if you're going to choose that and coupled with, well, who could fuck this up potentially? Yeah. You probably would have chosen Everton. <laughs> just Everton fans just fume throughout the game as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just raging constantly, like everything that went. Oh, for fuck! Like everything. <laughs> you just to hear the like frustration in the in the crowd after like four minutes. It was great. Oh, I've got a lot of time for that. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, FA Cup as well. Just to, to round it off, been excellent this season. Oh, really? Well. Like every yeah. round's been fun. Um, bit of a disappointment with the draw that like none of the bigger sides are playing each other. Like yeah, Chelsea, we're gonna just end up probably yeah. with. The predictable semi Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. With obviously one of Crystal Palace and Everton in there. I mean, good grip Palace. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get through and they'll fancy themselves against Everton. But Middles versus Chelsea, Southampton, who again have been quite surprising to, to get through. Everyone probably thought West Ham would have beaten them. And then Liverpool will play the winner of Forest and Huddersfield. They don't play to the double. I, I like to say that, like, I think, like, fair play, Southampton, because, like, this is what. Yeah. Teams like that should be doing. Absolutely. Like, they're not going to get relegated. Like, yeah, yeah. You're not going to like West Ham. I can kind of understand that. You know, they can get in the top four in theory. So I'm just going to finish 12th. Yeah, like, exactly. Why not try and win the cup? Like, it's like, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense to just chuck games and then, oh, well, we might finish ninth instead of 11th. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, who yeah, cares? Yeah. Like, and same with Palace as well. I know, like, their run, you know, they had Stoke in this round. They had Hartlepool before that, didn't they? I'm yeah. Not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not sure who they had in the in the third round, to be fair. So they've had, like, a fairly... Oh, they had Millwall, of course, before that. They beat Millwall away, so... It's a decent win, to be fair. It's not a place you'd want to go to. Yeah, exactly. And But they've not played anyone in the Premier League yet. No. So they've not had a, a terrible draw. But, again, how many times the teams put shit sides out well, maybe Palace have rode that I, I don't know what team they've put out exactly every time but they're playing Everton and you know a chance well, to go to Wembley and you know if, if they beat if they beat them at home which again they'll fancy themselves in so maybe there's another upset or two in this it'd be nice to see someone you know there's a chance that just someone not typical could be in the final looking at looking at this so even though I'm from and yeah exa- well yeah and, and Forrest as, as well it could, it could be them who get through who yeah. done really well getting past Arsenal obviously in the, in the third round wasn't it so uh, yeah, cool. shock to, to come Hope so. 
in the FA Cup. But enough about that. We're going to go to Matthew's interview with Nick Corbin now, and then we're going to go to a break. When we come back, it'll be time to look at some of the weekend's game. But with no further ado, let's hear my catch-up with Nick Corbin. I'm here with singer-songwriter Nick Corbin. We're here to just have a bit of general chat about some football and some music. Um, how are we doing, Nick? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, just, um, it's good to good to do a different kind of podcast as well. So thanks for asking me on. No, thanks for thanks for doing it. It's uh, it's certainly a, a different type of podcast uh, that you're doing. <laughs> it's um, just the, the weird and wonderful we, we talk about generally. But um, <laughs> just starting off, uh, speaking of weird and wonderful, uh, you're a Norwich City fan, and uh, yeah, things yeah. Are, Things of that and kind of relate to, um, obviously, following Sunderland. Uh, it's not great, is it, at the minute? It's not. It, it's been... Well, we just... We played Southampton last night and after about 10 minutes, I just sort of... You get that familiar feeling, don't you, where you just know that you're not going to get anything out of the game and you sort of torture yourself yeah. watching the rest of it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's been a bit better since Dean Smith came in, but we've just not got the squad the midfield is just not up to it I don't think and they they're trying hard now but I don't know I, I think I think all the other teams seem to have kicked into gear a bit Burnley have started winning Newcastle obviously started winning again yeah it's not no, looking it's great a, <laughs> no it's a shame I think at least at least um, Smith's kind of given you some kind of fight and chance or since he's came in hasn't he I think before that yeah. Obviously, um, I've forgotten his name. <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Parker was sacked yeah. after the first win of the season, which was very bizarre. But um, yeah, it was kind of sad that. But I, yeah. I think I think he'd probably just found his level. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I, yeah, I think Smith has improved the the team, but there's still there's still a few individuals short. I think I always found it a bit. I thought. Todd Cantwell going out was a surprise, but I didn't realise he hadn't been, been playing it. I thought he, because I watched him in the championship and even in the, the first, the, like the last Premier League season, I thought he was, I thought he was pretty good to be fair and he stood out, but he's just sort of lost his way a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, it's hard to know what's happened there really. Um, there's kind of hints that something's mm. happened behind the scenes and you just never know really. Uh, it's easy to sort of say, oh, he's had a bit of a strop, but then two managers have both had issues with him and I don't know how he's doing at Bournemouth actually I haven't really looked no I've not seen it just, just it looked like from the outside it looked like, like a bit of a strange one but I guess you, you're never you're never gonna you're never gonna know but yeah I think it's not looking good but grow it you know just mem- sort of memories of Norwich happier times have you, have you, uh, were you did you grow <laughs> up uh, going to Carroll Road as a, as, a, as a kid well I did and a lot of people ask why Norwich and um because I'm not from there, my dad is. Uh, okay. And but my so my name's Nick Corbin, um, but my middle name's uh, a C and F. So I, my initials are NCFC. <laughs> so oh, um, that's pretty cool. So I had yeah. So I, well, Nicholas Charles Frederick Corbin. It sounds like <laughs> someone who should be going to public school and kind of. <laughs> but um, my dad's yeah my dad's a bit of a fanatic obviously and um so I didn't really have much choice I grew up in Sussex actually okay um but yeah I, so I've never been like a real kind of regular game goer always went to maybe six or seven games a year because yeah. 
because of where we lived it was just you know that that was all we could do uh and yeah just just great memories I always loved it I think um well my favorite year would be the year that we had like Darren Huckabee and um Spence and Mackenzie when we first well when we went back up into the Premier League in I think it was 0304 yeah um yeah I, I remember a game where we, we beat Walsall 5-0 at home and um and it was just it was the first time I'd seen us just be properly superior and yeah um, yeah that's that's a really strong memory just so much better than the, than the opposition I, I remember yeah. um Huckabee did he wear, I remember he wore the number five for Norwich, didn't he? Which was, I always thought was a bit weird. Number six. He, he wore six, yeah, but still, but yeah, it is, it's a weird one, yeah. It's just like, is he, would he be, is he your favourite player then? Probably. He, he's up there, but I think, I think Grant Holt is probably my favourite. Yeah. Just because of everything he represented and I think he, he kind of got, fans of other clubs would, would kind of respect him, but he got lumped in with that sort of, big like aggressive kind of target man um category of, of striker but if you see some some of it some of the goals he scored um in the uh, well he had four seasons with us I think but the three good seasons from league one to championship and his first one in the Premier League he scored some amazing goals yeah. like, all different types of goals as well as one against I think Scunthorpe or someone like that with this crazy lob and I don't know it was one of those ones where it looked sort of fluky but you could tell he tried to do it as well um, mm. from like this weird angle but yeah he, I, I, I loved him I, I always thought he was really unlucky not to get an England call I think people forget that he, he scored about 12 goals in his first season in the Premier League and yeah. right now you do that and you're like you're shooing really for, for England but he was I think it was him or Ricky Lambert at the time and that's right to... and, and Lambert got in didn't he I think yeah Played a couple he, of games. Know, got a couple of goals for England, but I don't know if 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 he'd have been sort of one year either side, he probably would have played for England. It's just one yeah. of those things, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I was like, oh, I always thought he, he never quite got the the credit he, he deserved, and yeah, he was a he was a good player to be fair. But do you think you've got any chance of staying up this season? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I think it's. What what's been really hard is we just started to get a good run together and mm. then had to play City and Liverpool and that's yeah. kind of I, I think we played quite well against Liverpool but totally you could tell, as well yeah I think after about an hour their heads had just gone and I think Smith said you know just tired minds and and they yeah they they gave a good account of themselves but I just think. It was a bit too much, and then last night we just didn't. We weren't in the game at all. Yeah, I, mean, I did watch a good team, aren't they? But, yeah, they're a good side, yeah. but it's sort of a, that's a. I guess that's a game where if you're going to steal, you can't. You need to be getting something from it. Um, yeah, Liverpool next in the FA Cup, so that's going to be. Yeah. That's, gonna be quite, <laughs> that's quite. That's quite a good one as well. But um, yeah. Oh well. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping you can still knit a couple of results together because I really would like Newcastle to get relegated, if I'm honest. But um... no, I would love that. Yeah, I, I really would. I think. Um, yeah, it's it's so hard, isn't it? Like the disparity in finances and stuff, and um, like no, nothing against Newcastle fans from from my point of view or anything, but just the team, you know. Uh, just the way that club's been run and stuff and you just yeah. sort of think it's nice for 
other other teams to kind of get a bit of a chance, isn't it as well? And yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, th- I think they they're looking like they'd be the team to kind of get out of it, aren't they? They sort of just bought their way out of it. Haven't they? They've made some decent additions in, although Trippy is injured, so you know, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't come <laughs> back before the end of the season. <laughs> I don't know. It's still going to be pretty tight, but I know that they play Burnley on the last game of the season. Oh, is that right? So that that yeah. that could be a pretty big game, I think. But well, yeah, not looking good really. And to be fair, we're in the same position, and I don't even think we're going to finish in the playoffs in the third division. So it's not uh, it's not going particularly well for us. You've got Alex Neil now, haven't you? Managing, of course, someone. yeah. Yeah, um, I forgot he was at Norwich. I think he's at Preston. He did quite well for for Norwich, didn't he? he the Premier League. Yeah, that I, and I think we we obviously went straight back down, but he that team wasn't that bad actually. I, th- I think no. there were a couple couple of there was a sort of lull around Christmas in January that season, if I remember, and then yeah, we just couldn't quite get it together and I remember there was a great home win against Newcastle I think 3-2 and Martin Olsen scored in the last minute oh and, I do remember and we, that game yeah. we sort of thought that we might get out of it but yeah just n- didn't quite make it but yeah I, I really I thought when when Alex Neil first came to Norwich it just sort of we're like who's this guy he's, he's only like yeah. I think 33 or something when he yeah. came and and nobody knew anything about him really but he got the team playing really well um, yeah, well, I hope so, he can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he did well at Preston, didn't he? For yeah, consider they had no money. No, well, we yeah, don't. I'm hoping he can kind of turn it around and we can kind of come into the playoffs as like a the team on the up for once rather than the team that's fallen out of the top two, which we've well and truly blown. Um, <laughs> but yeah, be, be, yeah, be interesting to see what he can do. Probably next season, if we're honest. Once he's had like, he's yeah. always, if unless we can somehow you know get get up in the playoffs. But yeah, that's enough uh, depressing football talk. Uh, <laughs> you've got a, a tour coming up, Nick. Yeah, uh, it starts on the 11th of March, and uh, I think there's 16 dates all in all, maybe 15 or 16. And I'm um, I'm going to yeah a lot, quite covering quite a lot of ground, going up to. Uh, Nearest one to you would be Newcastle. Um, I'm also in Robin Hood's Bay in Whitby, which probably isn't uh, that yeah, far. So that's a nice, lovely um, little place down there. Yeah, it, I've not been, but it, yeah, it looks amazing. That gig as well, the, the promoter, is in a really small sort of cafe. And he just, I said, oh, could you send me a ticket link? And he was like, no, just tell people to message me on Facebook. Ticket, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> is that how it works? But, yeah, but he he sold it out in like a day. So wow, yeah. So I was a bit that's reluctant. Something really first, quite but... cool about that, though, isn't there? Like, I guess yeah, that's like, yeah. That is certainly in a way of like <laughs> that's like these days. It's sort of that's a bit like going just buying them over the counter almost, which is quite yeah. nice in a way. Yeah. So there's been a few like that on on this tour, but um, yeah. So so there's. I'm pl- I'm going up to Glasgow as well, and then um, yeah, there's uh, all over the country really. The only area I'm not well, I'm starting Liverpool, Halifax, Whitby, uh, New uh, Glasgow, Newcastle, and then they're all kind of like south of Birmingham, okay. I guess. Um, yeah. After that, but uh, but yeah, it's a, a nice. It should be a nice little run, and they're they're all just going to be um, solo acoustic shows with yeah, small small crowds and 
I, the aim is to kind of recreate the uh, live stream gigs that I did. Uh, yeah, of course. Down, so taking taking requests from people and stuff. So I've got this big list of songs that I've got to sort of relearn. So, um, yeah. Just in case anyone shouts one out, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'll, um, I'm very much looking forward to the to the Newcastle one, and it's uh, it'd be, you must be buzzing to be getting back out again after. I know you yeah, played some, some gigs last year, but it's been a a long time really for everyone, hasn't it? Since we, I think, even sort of last summer, people were still a bit oh about going to places. Yeah. Now I think it's probably going to be the first one you've had with some actual normality going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, no, it'll be nice. Um, yeah, just even though it feel, I mean, it feels like everyone's getting ill again, but yeah, I don't know. People are less, less sort of, maybe a bit less bothered about it and less, less freaked out by it. But um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a, it's, uh, hopefully yeah. this wave will be over soon. But it's been a crazy <laughs> two years. It's uh, nice to nice to be finally getting back to some to some gigs, really. Um, yeah, you've got you've got a new single coming out as well in a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, I I wrote it with my friend Emma Noble, and um, we we decided to record it as a duet actually, which I've never done. But it was it was kind of fun, you know. Things like that could easily be quite sort of cheesy, and yeah. I think I think we've managed to avoid that. I mean, it's a, it's a real like happy kind of feel good song, but um i think people like it it's really soulful and just and it feels quite summery as well so that's out on the 11th of march the day my tour starts, oh, okay actually. oh lovely oh yeah yeah so the new songs then uh, was any you taking any inspiration from i know a few bands have taken sort of inspiration from um like lockdown situations so i went to see billy bragg a few uh couple of months ago and i know his new album was a lot of tracks he's written during lockdown and things that and I got yeah. a song, like a million things that never happened, which was just things that people didn't get to do. Have you have you taken any sort of inspiration from from that? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, this this song is called "Back on Track," and uh, although, yeah, I mean, it re- it really references that that kind of you know things will be all right soon. That's yeah, and 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 it's and it's all about I guess having having somebody with you to to get you through those times. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I wrote my verse about, I guess, about like how being with my wife has really helped me when I've felt down. And then Emma, Emma had wrote her verse about a similar thing with, with her other half as well. So, um, yeah, so it was, it was a nice one, really. But um, kind of tried to make it sound a bit more general rather than, yeah. you know, um, like referencing... <laughs> Face yeah. masks and <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but, um, just... and it's hard, isn't it? Because I, I, I know a lot of people are really are, are writing songs like that, but but I think it's kind of nice, and that's that's one thing about about these last couple of years is it is something that people should talk about and people yeah. always remember, and and I don't I don't think it's boring, you know, like trying to write positive songs about about how you know you're you're looking forward to to better times and stuff so yeah hopefully hopefully people won't hear the lyrics and yawn you know <laughs> no I, th- I think i think it's quite nice i think sort of everyone's been through the same thing really and it, it it's nice to sort of at least some like nice stuff has come from it like if we can have some 
some great music, some great, I mean, we've seen some great art come out of it and some, yeah, just loads and loads of things coming out of what was, let's be honest, a pretty bleak time for everyone. And I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's boring at all. I think it's, it's quite, it, it, it's quite interesting to see everyone's different takes on it as well. So you like you hear different artists record different things. It's like, ah, oh, everyone's been through the same thing, but yeah, you've got different perspectives about it. And it's, it's no, I think it's really interesting. I do. Oh, well, good. We'll yeah. Hopefully one. everyone else will as well. <laughs> no, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. Um, yeah, I think, um, right. Well, make sure you, uh, check out next stuff is new single, uh, get along to some of the gigs if you can as well. Um, Nick, I'm going to ask you for, uh, final prediction for Norwich City to finish this season. I know you've said you don't think it'll stay up, but can I persuade you to make the Canaries finish above Newcastle United? Oh, God. I, I mean, I've, I feel like I'm letting myself down if I, if I say, <laughs> no, we're not going <laughs> to... I can't see us doing it. And I, and I think one... One thing that's really not helped is Adam Eder getting injured because he mm. was one of the one of the players that suddenly you, you felt like you know you could really believe in him like an academy player coming through and so sadly I think we're going to finish bottom but we'll do it with a bit more dignity than than two seasons ago where we just went <laughs> out with a whimper. Oh yeah, you, yeah, I remember that. You did, but. Well, hopefully you can finish top next season and come straight yeah. back up. <laughs> and we'll everyone finish. will love that. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Oh, Norwich are back again. Probably yeah. for a year, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's been great chatting to you, Nick. Thanks very much. You yeah, too, make sure mate. you get along to, his, uh, to Nick's gigs if you can. And uh, yeah, lovely to speak here. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Welcome back to the From the Terraces podcast and thank you once again to Nick Corbin for his time. A lovely chat, I'm sure, Matthew. Oh, yeah, it was good. Good fun. Um, Thanks for giving up his time to speak to this idiot, really. Uh, (laughs) He's forever associated with us now. Career can only... (laughs) (laughs) Apologies. I'm so sorry. No, but seriously, I'm so sorry. Uh, No, I'm looking forward to uh, getting along to the gig, though. It'll be good fun. Um, Maybe meeting for a beer, probably. Excellent stuff. Yeah, we'll put some links in the episode description as well to Nick's um, stuff, Spotify account, things like that. So you can go and check his music out. Um, some more plugs as well. As ever, we would like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and use the discount code Best Ever 10. That'll get you 10% off all that lovely terrace wear. Um, you said on the apologies pod last week, didn't you, Matthew, that you know we've got to start thinking of the, the summer wardrobe. So why not get yourself a pair of shorts or exactly. a cap or sort of something like that. I think there's yeah, a bucket hat as well, yeah, for the summer. Yeah, sure. Um, and if you need some beers in for the weekend, go to poorbeerhouse.com and use a discount code ftt 5 That'll get you £5 off when you spend £25 or more. Or if you're in the Sunderland area, go and pop into a lovely Gerard shop in the city centre. Um, open on Sundays now as well, as is Coffee House. So don't worry, it you is. on Saturday if you want a, you know, a lovely lovely beer or two on Sunday. You know, if you've worked back shift over the weekend, well. Monday off, just get absolutely hammered on your own if you want on Sunday. <laughs> just get on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? Love yeah, that. yeah. Getting hammered on your own. Getting hammered on your own is actually quite underrated, isn't it? <laughs> I know, like, yeah. Now, now and again. really sad. <laughs> would like, yeah, like, let's emphasise, now and again, not all the time. Occasionally. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More it's, just, than... it's lovely, like, going out for a, 
like so, in the summer particularly I think like oh I'm going to go out for a walk actually yes. oh I'm going to call and have a pint oh I've had five <laughs> like just sitting like watching like there's a match on or like there's something like you get caught in someone in the pub or like on another table or you stood at the bar I've never... oh I'm Stephen oh I'm oh it's Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not off tomorrow I'm, I'm supposed to be at work I'm supposed to be at work now I am on that shit <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been sacked etc um, <sighs> right um, let's get to some of the weekend games um, let's start with the early kickoff actually because it is Leicester City versus Leeds as we said at the top of the oh, Leeds again Leeds again Marcelo Bielsa has gone Jesse Marsh is in right time for Bielsa to go I think wasn't it Matthew I know you're not a fan of Bielsa <laughs> but I think best for everyone concerned that now was the time for him to go wasn't it yeah I mean it's been shocking really mm-hmm. and I think he just like, kind of lost it a bit. oh fully lost it like um They've just conceded far too many goals. Like, and they, they, if it hadn't happened, um, they get relegated because, like, they're just shipping goals. It's, it's, it's like I was watching them, and I was like, I don't particularly like them, but like, I was watching them, thinking it's quite embarrassing. This, yeah, it's, because and like you say, it is the conceding goals, isn't it? Because I know that's going to sound a bit stupid because they didn't score against Tottenham. But it wasn't a 4 0 game. I only saw the highlights. No, it wasn't. Match. But like, at least at the post twice, if I remember right. Yeah, and then Stuart Dallas, like, rounded the goalkeeper. Of course, yes. Waiting for him to get back in his goal. <laughs> like, what are you doing, son? Yeah, now that's a team low on confidence, though, isn't it? Right. It there, is. Like, but yeah. Christ, yeah. Oh, still inexcusable. But the fact that they've got beat 4 0 in that game. Yeah. Which is maybe a. Probably a 2-1 either way game. Really. It was a good game. It was a really good game. Like, yeah, exactly. It, it just looked like you look at it and go, oh, well, I got hammered again. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Well, like, yeah, but, that's exactly what I thought. Like, I didn't watch the game. And then when I caught up with Match of the Day on Sunday, I was like, wait, no. <laughs> yeah. And that probably shows more the fact that they're right to change the manager. And yeah. it's been, it kind of emphasises that it was the right time to do it because everyone is just, all Leeds fans that you see talking about it are just being quite nice about Bielsa. Oh, yeah. I mean, even what he's done there, it's better to do this now when he can still be held fondly rather than, you know, really turn on him. Well, he takes them down and it's all undone, isn't it? It's like, because there's no good, it's all very well saying, oh, he's built a legacy and he's turned it around. But if they get relegated two years after, just back where they started before he went in, he came in. So, like, I think he should have left last summer. Personally, he doesn't usually stay long, does he? Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been best for him. He had a good season last year. He notoriously doesn't buy players. He doesn't like to have a big squad. Yeah. That was always going to catch up with them. They got lucky last year, really. They did have like a sticky patch last year, but they came through it. Mm-hmm. They were helped massively by five subs last year. Yeah, um, point. Uh, in in the league. Um and it was always going to come back and bite them on the arse. They had a little bit of an upturn. But as soon as they lost to Newcastle, it was like, right. It wasn't, yeah. They've not won since. Um, they've barely scored since. Um, and it's it was weird. I, I think he should have gone. I'd, I'd have been to him in the summer. Because he, he he signed a new deal, didn't he? Because he only signed one-year deals. Because yeah, he's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, nah, redundo. 
Yeah, we've done stuff for him. Um, but Jesse Marsh has, and, and again, you're saying he would have took them down. Now Jesse Marsh has 12 games, and yeah. he's outside the relegation yeah, they did, as yeah. well. So it's they, and they're on 23 points. So it's you know five wins probably keeps yeah, you up there um, about. Yeah, and it's and it and, and and as well, fair play to Leeds because. This was everyone knew Jesse Marsh was going to come in. It was done quite quickly. Yeah. It's a bit obviously it's not going to be direct continuity, and you don't want it to be exactly the same. Because no. why make a change in the yeah. first place? But there's obviously something of a plan here, and you know, let's think Leeds didn't used to be a club who you associated with having a plan. No. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. this can be a, a decent enough appointment as far as Leeds are concerned, and. Leicester, I know they beat Burnley 2-0 um, in midweek, but that's not a bad first game to have, isn't it, given how Leicester no. have been this season? Well, no, Leicester... Um, yeah, Leicester have been weird this season of uh, Chris's Foxes, and they've like... <laughs> I don't think... Um, well, we were saying the other week that they'll go at the end of the season, Rogers, and I still think he will. Um, for the best. Yeah. Um, they just look... Well, it's already started kicking about that rumour, hasn't it? Like, has he taken them as far as he go? Is it time for them to get rid of? And I think for me, that is very much right. Who do you think you are, Leicester? Like, is it time for them to get rid of? No, Brendan Rodgers will decide. I think you'll find um, when he leaves Leicester. Um, and they're still in the Europa Loser League, of course. Um, <laughs> but I think Leeds will beat them yeah, tomorrow. I- I don't fancy them to lose. Um, it's at Leicester. I'm going to go for a draw in this, which I think is all right. For oh, is it at Leicester? Is it? It's at Leicester. Mm. Yeah. If it was at Ellen Road, yeah, maybe with it. You know, I've said it now. Stuff. Oh, you've got to stick with it now, and you've got you've got to double down if anything. Four nil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that exorbitant amount of money you pay <laughs> responsibly. Yeah. Um, no, one one for me in that. Ah, Two think. one for me. 2-1 for you. Um, go for a couple more before we get out of here. Um, I want to talk about Tottenham versus Everton purely just because we didn't really speak about Tottenham in the context of their defeat in Middlesbrough. Um, Antonio Conte obviously said in <laughs> midweek last week, which we didn't get to talk about, his weird cryptic message of they should just sack us now and then they've yeah. gone and, and lost to Middlesbrough in the FA <laughs> Cup. And, you know, you're seeing supporters say things like, you do have to blame the manager for this. He can't just like say it's just the players no. and stuff like that. And as we said, that victory over Leeds probably papered over some cracks. Um, some decent stuff. Like he's the fact that one of the goals against Leeds is quite pleasing was wing back to wing back linking up with yeah. Conte will do. So there's obviously oh. something coming through there. But it's maybe you can't judge him until after a summer and a pre-season, but it seems I didn't expect it to be brilliant with Conte straight away, but it's I didn't expect it to be like this. There's many defeats. It's weird because like the, the the games they've lost like really bad. Like yeah. obviously losing to Middlesbrough. I mean, fair play Middlesbrough, as we said, but that's bad. Really losing to Burnley, who've yeah. just lost, who've just beaten nobody this season. Yeah, yeah, and then. Thrown in, just randomly beating Man City, yeah. And then, right, obviously the Leeds game. It's just been weird. It's just been like this isn't really what he does. Yeah. Like it's they look, they don't look like a contest. I don't know. He needs a 
a summer, which I don't think he'll get. I think I think he'll probably just go in the summer. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise you. Would it? Like, let's just forget it ever happened. Like like that sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, and then like in 20 years time, he's like, do you remember when um, Antonio yeah. Fontenot was our manager? Lots uh, of like conversations, like, um, did he man? He did manage to, he did, didn't he? No, he can't. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I would have remembered that if Conte had managed Tottenham. Maybe he's just the one day Ramos for the uh, TikTok generation, as far as Tottenham are concerned. <laughs> but if they can't get a result at home to Everton there, uh, that's a Monday night game, actually, this over the Oh, weekend. that's good. Um, yeah, Tottenham versus Everton does have a bit of Monday night football. That the quintessential uh, football, the quintessential Bartley's fixture. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, really good shout. And uh, I know, like Everton, well, had the 3 0 win over Leeds. We've got to go back a couple of weeks of that. And obviously, the best during the FA Cup. But recent 2 0 defeat to Southampton, obviously, got beat off 1 0 at home to Man City when they had that terrible VAR decision. Not yeah, they were very unlucky there. Like, that was a disgrace. <laughs> it was a disgrace. Right. But they are still 17th. I know there's, they've got 20, only 24 games played there. Quite haven't played very many in the context of most teams in the league, but they're still down there in Tottenham. Come on, if they're going to start, at least not even just pushing for the top six, like just to sort things out, just settle things down, you need to beat Everton at home. You have to beat them. Like you have to beat them. And then if Everton lose another game, like Newcastle are in decent nick, they've got Brighton at home. So they'll probably win that. Um, Everton, all of a sudden, it's like Everton have got players that won't have been in this situation before. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, like we like, we could get relegated, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is just really funny, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, it is. It, it is. It would be very weird if Evan got relegated. Oh, I'd be horror. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to do. It'd be like I think World War Three will definitely start. Yeah, get relegated because be like, be this is seismic shit. Yeah, so this is just wrong. <laughs> like with it, like the Sky Bet logo on the sleeves of that. Oh nah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the, like the things behind the goals. You know those oh, yeah. oh nah. Well, oh, that's I don't like, and the I, wrong I, scoreboard as well. Like they have like a different scoreboard and like oh, the Colin and Murray can't introduce highlights oh, of Everton. Oh. Like I love Colin Murray, but he can't be doing Everton. We can't be having that. Everton versus not. Rotherham in the league. Oh, oh no. Oh, Evan versus Sunderland in the league. Yeah, oh, imagine no. that. <laughs> Anything more humiliating for Evan yeah. than that. Bloody hell. Would you dare? <laughs> we joke, of course, Evan should be honest. In any competition. Um, of course. Um, right. We, we need to we, we need to um keep cracking because we've been here for bloody ages so far. <laughs> um, one more game to look at, and that is of course the game of the weekend. It is the Manchester Derby, Manchester City versus Man United, of course, 4.30 on Sunday. Um, interesting for Ralph Ranić this one, because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was always all right against Man City, wasn't he? I was just so, going to say that, yeah. I was, like, I was thinking about your prediction there, and I was like, oh, well, Solskjaer has gone, so Man City will probably win this. Well, <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. So, like kind of oddly ramps up the pressure even more on Ralph Rangie. It doesn't I mean he's okay, he's gone at the end of the season. Yeah, he's so, like literally just like waltzing through his job. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know when I said I'd stay and advise you, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you can't, you 
kind of can't rule them out, can you? Because no. they are, and I don't mean this in the usual cliched way, they are still Manchester United. They are still capable of surprising you and getting pulling out a result out of the bag like this. And I don't know, like... Ronaldo lives for it as well, doesn't he? Yeah, like, and I know this is all cliched stuff, but it's cliched for a reason, it, isn't it? it? Yeah, it is. I don't know. It's a weird one. It's quite interesting because I'm in York on Sunday, and I was, I was in York uh, for the the previous one uh, this ah. season. Um, and we watched it, and obviously York's a place where you get sort of both, yeah, fans. Well, you kind of do everywhere now, but like it was so like, really funny because that was when Solskjaer was like really losing. He's <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. just like. But I, I don't. I, I was with Greeny actually. Last oh, uh, who, oh, he said he listened last week. He went. Oh, it's the first good. one I've ever listened to, and now we've got about twenty references taking the piss <laughs> out of us. He must have known. He must have known. Maybe uh, he's not spoken to him since his WhatsApp picture's gone. Like I don't know what. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good to know. Hopefully. Um, but uh, yeah, I got on a tangent there with York and Greeny, but um, <laughs> it's a different. Yeah, it's a it's a different thing to a normal game the Manchester Derby because it just seems to follow no pattern whatsoever no it doesn't no matter how good Man City are and how bad Man United yeah and as well for Manchester City a bit of added pressure because Liverpool only six points behind yeah now they've got the game in hand game in hand yeah as well so if City drop points and who Liverpool got this week and they are playing they're at home to West Ham who, mm. given, you know, West Ham are a bit patchy at the moment, obviously still having a really good season in fifth place, but you would, with Liverpool's form at the moment, you oh, expect yeah. them to, to beat West Ham. So they'll be looking at that game and thinking, well, if they drop points, Liverpool will have the better goal difference. And, yeah, and, and they'll have well. to play them as well. You'd think oh, they've still got to play Liverpool. Absolutely. I mean, sure. for the, the neutral, we want, oh. we want Liverpool to beat West Ham and then... Are we are we willing a Manchester United victory to put the title race back on for those final um, that final run of ten games or so? I don't really like Man United. Um, <laughs> no, I like Man City and I want them to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck off, fuck off. Uh, so does Frank, clearly. But I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't give a fuck about your title race, mate. <laughs> That's fair enough. You don't have to. You're not wearing any emotional involvement in it, really. I mean, Frank's having a nice time. Yeah? <laughs> he's, just, he's just looking at me face for the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Audio, the audio media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what are we saying then, prediction-wise? Are, um, are you staying loyal to Manchester City for this one? Yes. Um, yes. It's out of the A-Hard, isn't it? It is at the A-Hard, that's right. 5 nil then. 5 0 to Manchester City. I would um, love that. Ah, oh, that would be so just dismantled, just yeah. like humiliate 4 0 <laughs> after 20 minutes. Like, you know, when, we've said this, yeah. When, uh, like Man City went through that phase of doing that to like Chelsea, yes. when they'd just be like 4 0 up after like 15 minutes, yeah, and yeah, the rest so of the game's a just a procession. Well, and I'm like going, I'm just going embarrassed. For, I'm going for Man United to do that. 4 0 up after right. 20 minutes and then just declare. You're just being stupid. No, <laughs> I think I am. I think I am. I think I've lost it. It's not the place for this, really. Like... It's not like it's not we interview serious musicians now. Well, you and <laughs> I, I, I know. I like, I can be as stupid as I want, I guess. You haven't heard the interview yet, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. It could, it, could, it could be absolutely ridiculous. I'm no, good. but seriously, it's great. Like, so, like, you know, like, let's not judge my musical. Uh, Journalism that I am now, uh, <laughs> skills. 
Thanks. Uh, right, well, we're going to get out of here. Thanks again to Nick Corbin for his time. We've got plenty more of these interviews lined up as well over the next couple of weeks, and there may be a few more beyond that. Um, so go oops, and check oops. out Nick's stuff and enjoy the weekend's football. We'll be back next week. So all I have to say is thank you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>